All right. Uh, we're here today with a very special guest, uh, okay. Yoshikawa Tomoko, or Tomoko Yoshikawa. Mm-hmm. Am I pronouncing your name correctly? Yes. Uh, she is Mark's wife. As you might recall, we interviewed uh, Mark in the last podcast. And um, not only is she Mark's wife, she's also a local politician who speaks English. Oh, right, yes. So could you tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and uh, what your job is? Okay, um, I'm Tomoko Yoshikawa, like you said, mm-hmm. uh, Mark's wife. And um, <laughs> uh, let's see, I am a Saku City Council member mm-hmm. and a mother of four children. Mm-hmm. Bilingual children. Oh, bilingual children, yes. Mm-hmm. And one of uh, your eldest son, he just uh, started going to high school. Is that right? Yes. Do you miss him? I, you know, I do, but mm-hmm. he used to, you know, you know how teenage boys I don't. are. I mean, kind they of. Are I kind remember of like, vaguely when I was a teenage boy, but it's so long ago. That yeah, they kind of like they do the go into thing. their room yeah, 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 and yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah. it's like he's know, still here, but he's not. Right, right. It was kind of <laughs> like a fade out. I guess. Now he's going to school in a in a, in a different city. He's in Nagano yes, City. Nagano City, which is about an hour hour and a half drive away. Hour and a half. Yeah, about an hour and a half. How often do you see your son now? Once a month, maybe he yeah. comes back yeah. on the weekends. And, and when he comes back, is it just like same old routine, or do you guys like make a special family day to like hang out with him and stuff? It's kind of like routine, same, yeah. you know. Say yeah. uh, he just comes back and laundry. Do, yeah, well, no, actually, he does his own laundry. Okay, that's there. good. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. he doesn't bring any laundry. Sometimes he even forgets to bring. What about home cooking? Garments? Does he ever say, "I miss your home cooking, mom," or anything like that? He does not say it to our faces, but <laughs> um, I've I've seen his line. <laughs> you keep t- um, track of him online, yes, yes, and he he said, oh, "I miss my mom." Oh, it's good to be home. Wow, yeah. well, that must nice, nice. To, nice to hear that. Yeah. You know to. Indirectly, yeah. but it's still nice to hear it. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is, <laughs> it is. So, um, tell us a little bit about what it's like. I mean, how long have you been a councilwoman? How many years? Uh, ago? It's been three years, over three years. Uh, but you already about. come from a family that's politically famous. Like your father was the former mayor of this town, mm-hmm. Mochizuki. Mm-hmm. And um, your uncle was like the head of Tokyo University, the most prestigious university in the nation. It'd be like the head of Harvard University back in the States or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was like 20 years ago, but... Still. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty impressive thing, right? <laughs> it is, it is. Is he still alive or... He did, he, he's alive and, and well? he's actually, you know, when you, when you become a head of... Mm-hmm. A famous university. After you retire, mm-hmm. everybody wants you to be some kind of public CEO speaker or, or yeah, public CEO? speaker or yeah. something. You know, sure. CEO yeah. of NPO. He's a hot commodity. Whatever. So right, research center or something. So he's active um, then. He's still he's doing. Still, he is still pretty busy. Okay. Um, Did you ever see him growing up a lot, or was he just off in Tokyo I, doing? Yeah, the academic he. I mean, thing? he he's always been in Tokyo and. Um, well, we used to see him, you know, every mm-hmm. year or family gathering. New, New Year's and whatnot. Mm-hmm. New yeah. Year's. Okay. Um, which that, we mean, don't actually do now. Do you ever feel like, wow, I come from this very prestigious family. Like, uh, gr- I must achieve mm, great things. I I used to. Yeah. Um, but, but my parents weren't that uh, famous 
or well, you know, I mean, great achievers. So mayors. Well, the greatest achievement that can you can get in this town. He <laughs> I mean. he became mayor after mm-hmm. um, how many of our years? Thirty years of being in a, mm-hmm. a town worker, mm-hmm. and he actually quit. so he was a civil servant in yes. Mochizuki yeah. uh, Yakuba or whatever. Right. Okay. Town hall, and he actually quit his job to run for the okay mayor position. Huh. Um, to to go against the the mayor at the time the incumbent right and um, your father uh he's a member of the communist party is that right no he's not he's not he's not um but he leftist leanings sort of okay um yeah. sort of uh, but yeah he's not a communist member or okay. if i was going to be a member of a political party in japan uh-huh. personally i think i would be a member of the communist party it's the only party that actually says we're against nuclear power we're against nuclear war mm-hmm. uh they're pretty straight shooters. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, like that me a lot. too. Me too. They're yeah. honest and they're clear. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I like about them. Are they a little them. too leftist for you though, personally? Mm, I mean, I do agree with them a lot, mm-hmm. uh, even in the uh, city council. Mm-hmm. Um, are there members meetings. in the city? Yes, okay. there are three members in the Sac City. Are they just out and out, oh. like open with the fact that they're communists? Cause, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In America, like there's ever since the 1950s, it's almost been like shameful to be a member of the Communist Party after the McCarthyist era. And it's, uh, right, right. Which is sad because... Um, it's not just Russia. It's not just <laughs> right, right. Pol Pot China. or something. Yeah. China. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, in Japan, I think the Communist Party has a pretty good history mm-hmm. of um, organizing for social justice. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. yeah. I, wish I think it was they more are. Successful. I think they are very closer. Uh, uh, the closest party to mm-hmm. people, actual individuals. Yeah. yeah, like the sentiments of the people. Right. Yeah. Right. But they've never actually come into power do you think no. that there's a stigma against communism in japan like yes yes i mean there you know uh there are there are people who don't mm-hmm. like communist party just right. because they're communist party just because the, the label communist. right right yeah. okay um so you know there are some people who wouldn't even listen to them sure which is sad too you know i yeah. i always tell them hey you should not Look at who they're, Look at the who policy, they're not saying, the but buzzword. what they're saying. You sure. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I always tell them, you know, don't look at who part. It's uh-huh. not important who says. Right. But it's what what it said is more important. Right. Yeah. Um, Content over label. Right. Yeah. yeah. But everybody is very focused on label. Sure. I, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, um, so you said you've been in... Uh, in your position for three years, right? And uh, what's it been like? Has it been an, an enjoyable experience for you? A stressful experience for you? I think both. Both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, how many women are there on the city council? Five. Five. Out of, of uh, out of twenty six right mm-hmm. now. Um, it used to be twenty eight, mm-hmm. but. One person quit and one person became mm-hmm. the prefectural. Uh, I moved up. About. Right. Okay. So there's 26 right now and mm-hmm. then five of them are women. How much do you actually, like in terms of like public policy, mm-hmm. what is it that you guys actually oversee or do? I mean, we have to okay everything that city, Every single city does. Legislation pretty much. Bill. Um, but there's... In in my last three years, 
there's only one thing that didn't pass, mm-hmm. which was um, increasing bonuses for us and Mayor. <laughs> um, <laughs> was that because you guys voted it down, or because the mayor? We voted, voted down. You voted, we voted it down. down because just because it was. It was at the same time as increasing uh, insurance taxes. Okay, yeah. and usually we do follow it. So we're we're considered as a public workers, sure. and we don't have right to strike. So the the country government, you know, uh, sets the uh, oversees the the situation with wages and all that, and sets a sets increase or decrease for public workers mm-hmm. uh, for. Uh, National government, and then it it just get you know pass it down passes it down to local mm-hmm. um, public workers, mm-hmm. including us, which we are considered as a, a special public workers. Um, so we usually just follow whatever the government decides, and um, it's very rare to de- uh, deny the um, regulations. But uh, only one time we did in the last three years, which was that. And everything else usually passes, even even with some um, people against it. You know. So how much of a vote do you need to pass a bill? Like if there's 26, half, half, half. 51%. So it's basically democratic. Right. At, out of 26, one is the, the chief or mm-hmm. the head of the... Council members. So uh-huh. there's 25. 13. So, yeah, not, okay. not even number, right? And then if you, the council members, mm-hmm. vote to pass a bill mm-hmm. and the mayor, the city mayor says, can he veto even that? Actually, most of the bills come from them, okay. come from the mayor. Okay. And we pass it. We, okay. It, it, we, there, are, there are cases that we... Um, we put it out and ask them to pass it, but not um, not very common. Okay. Usually, it comes from. What are some of the more recent bills that have been passed? Anything salient that mm. like would people go? Oh, interesting. That's a. Uh, or is it mostly is just mundane, everyday sorts of? Uh, mostly, you know, some adjusting the mm. the bill that already exists. Okay. Um. Like budgetary? Oh, we do we do do budget uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. every time, pretty uh-huh. much. Whatever they adjust the budget, we have to okay it. Uh-huh. Um, so just a lot of that, lots of. Uh, like, it's a lot of that. I was gonna say dollars and cents, but it's more like yens. Yens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I don't want to drag you into work because nobody likes talking about work when they're at home, especially on taco night. That's an idea. But um, maybe we could talk a little bit about um, being a woman in a position of power in a country mm-hmm. where not very many women are in positions of power. I just read an article recently uh, about the glass ceiling in Japan, mm-hmm. how compared to other countries in the world, there are not so many female Females in managerial roles in companies, and not so many uh, females uh, in the political system. Right. Um, however, this area has you, and mm-hmm. then in my town, uh, Imai Masako is mm-hmm. a famous politician. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of um, women politicians. Your town out. does, yes. My town, yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, 
Do you ever feel like you've experienced backlash being a female in politics? Because there was that mm. one example. You remember the uh, on it was a big news story mm -hmm. um, last year. Somebody was during the national assembly meeting. Mm -hmm. A female speaker was speaking. I can't remember her name, but some of the men were making uh, sexist comments. Why don't you get married? Oh, was, that was, that, was that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was Tokyo. Um, Tokyo city council. Council, C not city. The prefectural, like the Tokyo to. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was a young woman talking about. I'm not sure what she was talking about, but yeah, somebody. She was said, speaking, well, and then somebody said she was probably get speaking. Married. She was probably speaking about you know uh, young people getting married or or something about kids mm -hmm. or education maybe. Uh, yeah, and. Yeah, someone else said, why don't you get married first? And if I remember correctly, she started crying. And, she, right? she did, yeah. She I mean, did it was basically towards like the getting, end. Like um, getting booed off the stage almost. And almost. Then, I mean, I think anybody... she, was, she was just purely upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. So was anybody held accountable for that, or did anybody get punished uh, for that? I, I don't think anybody got punished. But it was a it was, it was a media there was apology. Yeah. yeah, it was a big media thing, yeah. and yeah, there yeah. were apologies and yeah. Um, but it's I still a man's game it. for the most part. Yeah. So do you experience any of that yourself, or you know, um, I do hear people talk about it. Not so much me. I mean, other know, women, but um, yeah. Otherwise, well, complain. They, They're like, I've, I've felt like I've received a little bit of sexism or backlash from male politicians, that kind of thing. I've, I've heard, yeah, I've heard um, things like that. Um, mm -hmm. Comments like, you know, why don't you get married or... Mm -hmm. um, but but then, you know, I, I do sometimes say to a single man too. Uh -huh. <laughs> so why don't you like, get married? Yeah. Why don't you get married? <laughs> so I feel bad about that. I was like, oh I should be very careful about what I say. Anyways, I you know, I did think that mm -hmm. the people wouldn't listen to me because I'm a woman and uh not really young, but young in the politics. You're pretty young, yeah. <laughs> so uh, in, uh. in that world I'm younger. Yeah. Um so I I thought that people wouldn't um take me seriously. But you know, it you know, to a good su uh, surprise, um, people do listen to me. Mm -hmm. Most people, I mm -hmm. should say, mm -hmm. most people do listen to me. Although, do they agree? No, a lot of the things I you know they don't agree with me. What do you feel like are um, some of the issues that people don't agree with you on? That you you feel like they're unpopular opinions that you have. Uh, I think most of them are national issues. Okay. Um, and um, concerning what, like the pension or a pension, the changing TPP, of the TPP constitution? Are you the war? Are you against thing? reinterpreting the constitution, or are you for reinterpreting? I'm against. You're against. Mm -hmm. You don't want at, to, the, at this point. You don't want to see Japan go going to war again. No. Right. No. Uh, how about TP, TPP? TPP. I'm against it too. In a word or two, why are you against TPP? Why? Um, TPP is just for profit, mm -hmm. uh, corporate profits. Yeah. 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 So it's not for people. Yeah. Um, and especially places like this, where you know there are not big regions. corporations. Yeah, a lot of agricultural, a lot of small companies that mm -hmm. 
work for bigger companies. They're, mm. you know, if the big corporation decide to take their factory to, you know, Singapore or mm. the New Zealand, wh- wherever, mm-hmm. Vietnam, mm-hmm. people lose job. Then the, the, the national economy suffers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of afraid of TPP, most especially on the food front. Mm, food front, I'm of afraid course. of genetically modified organisms yes. coming into Japan. Up until now, Japan has been very good at mm-hmm. keeping genetically modified foods out of the country. Mm-hmm. But as of recently, I feel like they're starting to creep into Japan. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Which is frightening. Yes. Um, they're, they're testing the rice, mm, GMO rice. Yeah. So it's kind of frightening. Scary. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like more than anything, more than Shinto, more than Buddhism, mm-hmm. the core of Japan is rice production. I feel like it's almost like a religion. Like living here yeah, in Japan, sure. I feel like it's culture. It's it's our our life. Mm-hmm. It's you know it keeps our environment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a natural dam. Mm-hmm. Um, People do. There are people who um, who calculated what would cost mm-hmm. to not having rice fields to just, in, to in, just end in like rice water, production. yeah, like uh, water sources or the dam kind of um, uh, Dam- damming the thing. water, yeah, through rice paddies like that, yeah, mm-hmm. and it it does cost a lot to just mm-hmm. to have something like that mm-hmm. in man made. Um, keeping just you know just keeping the environment front, mm-hmm. um, but you know just having the rice field it produces rice and keeps the environment like the mm-hmm. way it is now mm-hmm. um, instead of just all this could could it. really just in another twenty thirty years could end mm-hmm. as the what's been described as the last farming generation of Japan mm-hmm. passes mm-hmm. away yeah. I think many young, younger couples, families, mm-hmm. are not looking to go rice. They're, they're, but they want to get jobs at companies and things like that. Of course, it doesn't make yeah. money. Right. I mean, we, I, have, I personally have six uh, rice fields, oh, rice paddies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We only make about ten thousand um, dollars, or about hekuman, mm-hmm. selling rice that we that we grow. And, and, you and have we to have subtract. a huge surplus of rice. <laughs> Yeah, so it's um, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, you, you really, if you want to make a living as a rice farmer, it has to be large scale. Mm-hmm. I mean, really large scale, right. um, which is sad. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think um, Japan should, you know, it, it sh- Japan should try to see like a European farming system, mm-hmm. how they get their. Um, mm-hmm. um, Support from the government, mm-hmm. you know, uh, European countries, most of the European countries. Uh, they seem to the be farming against... is is for the food, for the yeah. environment, for keeping the health. Yeah. So they get they get money from different departments, not just from agricultural department, but okay. from the environment uh, mm. department or the you know health uh, ministry. That makes more sense. Yes, it does. Yeah. So it's not just one place, one ministry giving you. Okay, here's the. You know, here's some some money. It might change next year, mm-hmm. but you know, mm-hmm. if if it comes from different three, a, four a variety of departments, yeah, departments, it's more stable. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. So I I think Japan should try to see how that works. Mm. But if TPP but, passes, that's probably no. not going to happen. Uh, no. Do you feel like 
national politicians in Japan are corrupt in of a course. sense? Of course. I think most of the politicians are corrupt. <laughs> Does it make you feel disheartened at all? I mean, here you are, you are um, a middle-level politician, mm -hmm. but at the very top, and I'm, I'm not an expert, but just based on what I've heard, like, um, for example, the, the effect of the nuclear industry, um, mm -hmm. the sort of partnership between the nuclear industry mm -hmm. and government officials, um, it, it's pretty locked in so that yeah. even if a large percent of the population is against nuclear power, mm -hmm. it just gets pushed through. Right. by elite politicians who are connected with that industry. Right. Is that disheartening for you as a politician who wants to um, see change in Japan? It is. And hopefully, you know, there are enough people who would realize. Mm -hmm. And because we do have the votes, we do hold the votes mm -hmm. um, to, you know, to select our die members or... Mm -hmm. um, whoever, even you know, at a national level. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm hoping that people will see what's going on and choose wisely. Mm -hmm. uh, but people haven't seen that far, maybe. Mm. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, I don't want to talk too much about politics because <laughs> it makes me feel depressed, and I don't like getting <laughs> depressed. Um Maybe you could tell us a little bit about what it's like to uh, raise children to be bilingual or how do you feel about having what are called hafu, quote unquote, hafu kids mm -hmm. in what's, especially out here in the countryside, 99.9% yeah. .9 ethnically Japanese, Japanese. the society. Mm -hmm. Have you had any issues raising so-called hafu children or... Um, do you have any wisdom as a mother about how to, I don't know, to, to do that? Mm, you know, I haven't had any problems. I have, you know, I have to ask each kid if they have, but uh -huh. I haven't heard anything mm -hmm. um, that's serious. Mm -hmm. And I think my second child is very um, worried about mm. being different so she's conscious of that right okay. but but at the same time in japan speaking english is is a plus you know being yeah. able to speak english is is kind of cool it's so, kind of what the nation wants to do i mean right but has struggled to do mm -hmm. is to create bilingual english and japanese like educational system but it just yeah. For some reason, Japan hasn't succeeded where <laughs> no. China and the Philippines mm -hmm. and Vietnam have. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but that could change as English education uh, goes down into the elementary schools. Mm. And so in the next Hopefully. two years, it's going to be a subject yeah. in elementary school. So fifth grade and sixth grade students in elementary will actually have, um, you know, like tests and grades and mm -hmm. things like that. Right. So, I mean, I think... I think not. It's it shouldn't just be English education, but the whole education system in Japan needs to sort of change away from what away from teacher just teaching, giving information, mm -hmm. letting kids absorb mm -hmm. sort of, mm -hmm. um, not being able to use it in the classroom, mm -hmm. uh, especially English. You know, if mm -hmm. if they won't 
kids to be able to speak, they need to use it as much as they can. Sure. Um, so they can't, you know, I'm sure it's changing since I was a student, but. Um, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> well, I mean, when I was a student, even junior high, it was just read, did you have an ALT? read, read. Uh, once a year, maybe. Oh, okay. So yeah, it has so changed. It has changed. In the sense since. that mm. there's probably an ALT every day in the yeah. junior high school now, yeah. as once a year. But the style of mm. making the kids read a boring textbook over and over and over and Haven't over changed. and over again mm -hmm. hasn't really changed. Mm. Um, yeah, those kind of things sort of need to change a little bit. Yeah. Um, even, I mean, even in other subjects, in you know, they need to be able to express themselves or, sure. or, or feel comfortable saying what they want to say or right. they don't understand or, um, mm -hmm. yeah. know, they, I think Japanese students don't feel comfortable talking, I mean, talking in classroom, period. Sure. They, yeah, know? they don't. There's, um, especially in junior high school. And that, yeah, that may have right. more to do with the fact that kids are going through puberty. Right, and, right. But still, yeah, ninense bio, ninen bio, ninense bio, whatever mm -hmm. it's called, where like the the sickness of being a second grader in junior high school. Mm -hmm. I think what I see is kids don't want to say anything because they're afraid they might say something that's uncool, right? That the other kids around them, oh, that's not cool, right. and so everybody just shuts up yeah. except for the couple noisy kids, right? Right. Yeah. Um. But but yeah. Um. That's one nice thing about teaching at the elementary school is. That inhibition mm. uh, or mm -hmm. stifling of uh, individuality, mm -hmm. Just everybody be quiet because you don't want to say something that's not cool, mm. doesn't really exist at the elementary mm. school. Mm -hmm. So, that's good. yeah, I much prefer teaching at the elementary school than I do <laughs> yeah. at the junior high school. But uh, I, I don't know how you can change the system to make it so that um, kids want to actively participate or. Mm. express their opinions or something yeah. like that in uh our our kids school they do group studying mm -hmm. all the time not okay. just not just a certain time but mm -hmm. all the time the the tables the desks are in groups mm -hmm. not in roles mm -hmm. but they are in groups okay and um most of the most of the subjects they do it in groups mm -hmm. And they talk about it in the group. Mm -hmm. um, and I think in in a strict rule, they have to have like a girl and a boy mixed. I see. Not yeah. just the girls or not just mm -hmm. boys, but in a, a mixed group. And they, they have to discuss or they have to teach each other, mm -hmm. sort of. And, mm -hmm. and this is the method that, that they're trying. As Tokyo University professor has been coming... Mm. every year mm. and um for a while actually for a few years more than maybe six years ten, almost 10 years do they have any um, results from that that they can speak to you know i i don't know if there is a clear result mm -hmm. um because only only number results are like a test score national test uh. things and i heard that it increased a little bit but um, I think kids are more open in a smaller group as opposed to in front of the entire class. Right, right. Yeah. And then they will discuss it in a small group and they'll say it in the in the whole class. In a sense, their opinion has been vetted in mm -hmm. the group. Mm -hmm. So when they express it to the entire 
uh, classroom. They already know if it's going to succeed or fail based on the conversation that they've had in their small group. It's easier that way. Yeah. So. And the professor, when the professor comes, what he sees, he what he he watches is uh, not what teacher teaches, but what what students learn from each other. Mm-hmm. That's what he watches. Okay. So the he he says a teacher he sees the teacher's ability. Mm-hmm. To be able to um, have kids do the group mm-hmm. learning, mm-hmm. not what they what he can teach or what you know what mm-hmm. a great uh, performance right. he can have. Right. No, that's not what they are looking for. But right. they're looking for yeah. students learning from each other's mm-hmm. uh, opinions or to- talking freely. Yeah. Um, the most yeah, so. for me, the most uh, <clears throat> enjoyable. Um, JLT, Japanese language teacher mm-hmm. uh, it, that I ever worked with, was a guy named uh, Osamu Kiyohara. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of famous, although he's retired now, he's kind of famous among English teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also always did group activities. Mm. And he's the only JLT teacher that I worked with who had a detailed plan. Yeah. For every lesson. Uh-huh. And he would give it to me and say, step one, step two. So I want, you know, so this is what we're going to teach the kids. Then they're going to talk about it in their groups. And then they'll come to you and they'll try out this English on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one person from each group, a representative. And it was the, always the same format. Mm-hmm. They'll have they'll kind of go through a rotation of conversation mm-hmm. in the group. And then they'll use that pattern to come and have a conversation with the ALT, a mm-hmm. little short mini conversation. And point by point, so this is what we're going to do. Do you see any strange English in this plan? And so, I mean, he would come to me, tell me what he wanted me to do, mm-hmm. ask me to check it to see if there's any strange English in mm-hmm. there. And then we would do it in the class and it was always successful. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. And when this, when before we would get going on whatever, usually it was... Uh, uh, centered around some kind of a point game or something like mm-hmm. that. But he would say, you know, look, um, if ever one of you doesn't understand what, what you're supposed to say or what's happening, teach each other in the groups. So, you know, all of you have different little pieces of knowledge and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So he used the, the expression, mm-hmm. yeah. which I never hear. I never hear teachers use the phrase, in other words, teach each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did. And so really strong students would teach the weak students. Right. And um, just sort of everyone in the class became good at English. Mm. And so the average test scores Mm -hmm. for his students were much higher than everyone else, Mm -hmm. all the other English teachers in the school. Mm -hmm. And throughout the prefecture, he always had high averages. Oh, really? So it was just really everything about that guy was, for me, nice to to work with. Mm -hmm. He had a plan. The plan would work. He had work. a goal. He had a goal. Yeah. Um, he allowed the stu- students to talk to each other. Right. Uh, he allowed the students to talk to the ALT. Mm-hmm. Not. I never read and repeated the textbook in his class. Oh, that's cool. When he would only teach grammar and the textbook mm-hmm. on days that the ALT wasn't coming to the class, mm-hmm. and then when the ALT came, it was using those grammar points that they had studied as like a practice speaking with the ALT. Uh-huh. That sounds good. It was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. But I never have that anymore. It was only one teacher that ever had this sort of system. And also just approaching me and saying, is this English correct? Uh-huh. No, teachers don't do that. They no. just assume that their it's English correct. is 
standard. And then they write it on the board, and I'm like, yeah, that's not actually English, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kids are writing it furiously in their books, going to remember that for the rest of their lives, you know. Yeah, those teachers who have the technique uh, should pass it down. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so the the system that they are using in our kids' school is called Manabi no Kyodotai. Okay. So the teachers are supposed to learn from each other also. Mm-hmm. And so when the the professor Manabi comes, is what learning. Manabi is learning. Kyodo is Kyodotai is like a um, sharing information information or your your group. Okay, sharing um, in a group as a group. Yeah. Okay. Um, and also teachers, so it's supposed to, teachers supposed to learn from each other, a mm-hmm. community, you know, if it goes, if it succeeds, mm-hmm. it includes community also. Is, is kyo mm-hmm. and kyo dotai like um, tomoni? Is that the Tomo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Learning together, so right. it's kind of in a, in a group. Right, right. So when the is that only in your school or is there? You know, that professor goes to different schools and okay. teaches the method. Is he famous? He's pretty famous, mm-hmm. Sato Manabu. Okay. Yeah. And, his um, name is Manabu. Manabu. Yes. <laughs> Get it. His learning is in his name. That's right. Is it the same kanji? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> he was born with it. Yeah. <laughs> A but teacher yes, by he, name. When, and by when trade. he comes. <laughs> Uh, teachers have to get together after after lesson and um, and ev- so all the teachers watches one class mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a demonstration mm-hmm, class mm-hmm. and um, a dem- demonstration class so the teachers get together and uh, they talk about that that demonstration class so they also what they share what they're learning it, right yeah. what they thought about it and the professor of course says mm. things here and there but they do talk you know about the class to each other. And mm. how the, how the you know students were doing, and they watch the students. Mm. And yeah, so um, that's really cool. It is cool, and if if all the teachers are able to do that, mm-hmm. then I think it would make a great school. Yeah, yeah. Um, you you all your the school in your town is also unique and original in the sense that um, there's removable walls. There's no wall. I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, when I, because I taught there briefly uh-huh. because uh, a certain someone was removed. It's open class. So I went in there as a kind of like a, basically like a substitute teacher for a few months. Uh-huh. And I was surprised that like normally walking down the hallway where there would right. be a wall with right. doors, mm-hmm. no wall. Um, you, they can put them in, they can install them. They're like these big heavy walls that like you can a few people can carry and put right. in place. They don't have that at that school. But the principle <laughs> is to leave them open yeah. so that all the classrooms in the hallway are open. Yeah. Has that been successful? I do hear uh, complaints. About noise? Course, or? About noises. Um, but the, with Manabi no Kyodota, you're not supposed to scream. Right. That's, that's another thing. Right. You're not supposed to say... Here, 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 me, 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 me. No, you're yeah. not supposed to say that. You you quietly raise your hand. Right. You, the teacher needs to be calm and right. talking in a quiet right. voice. The good not thing, screaming. So if, yeah. if, it, if everything works, I think that school itself, the building right. itself works. Here's but, the thing. I, I work in a school now that has walls. Mm-hmm. And yet I can still hear noise from other classrooms. Mm-hmm. And I think because the classrooms are sealed mm-hmm. with doors and walls, kids think, I can just scream. 
I can just scream and it's not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But if there, if there were no walls, I think it would help the entire class mm-hmm. be a little quieter. You're never going to get kids to stop being noisy. Kids will always right, right. be noisy. Yeah. But if they can be conscious of the fact that, wow, noise from other <laughs> classrooms is coming into my classroom, hey, maybe I should keep it down a little bit. Yeah. I think it can help kids at least be a little less noisy, mm. which is really important. As a teacher, noise yeah. level is something that has always bothered me. I've always felt that I was a little sensitive to noise. Mm-hmm. And so even in my house with my kids, I'm like, hey, come on, you don't need to be screaming. Come turn it down a little bit, you know, save my ears. Mm-hmm. But um, in the classroom especially, yeah, you know, so. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. It's interesting that you have such um, an experimental school. Yeah, it is. And, You're lucky. Um, yeah, I mean, I do hear complaints about noise or uh, kids going in and out mm-hmm. freely. Mm-hmm. Um, but, in, I mean, you know, even with closed mm-hmm. classroom, I kids think you have, yeah, you have the same problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so it's just the open open school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you can go in and out and see the class anytime you want. Mm-hmm. Um and of course, other teachers can see. Adults, parents can uh, go parents, observe parents can anytime go you want. Anytime we want. Wow, I don't even. I don't think that's a possibility in my school. Really? The the one I work at now, all the, because they had to make a special policy for um, a certain grade in mm-hmm. elementary school that was mm-hmm. particularly troublesome, mm-hmm. and so the parents were complaining. You know, like what what is wrong with? This grade right, level, right. what's going on? So there were all these meetings until like 10 o'clock at night, and they decided they're going to have a special policy mm-hmm. where parents can come and visit and observe anytime. Mm-hmm. That didn't exist before. So I think the general standard or rule is that Maybe. once school starts, you know, parents not are, are not to allowed in. to come, mm. which um, as a parent worries me. <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> then what are you doing in closed right. classroom? <laughs> why, why can't we come see? <laughs> <What's> go- <laughs> yeah, I think our principal always said it's, you guys are always welcome to come mm-hmm. watch anytime. Mm-hmm. Have you ever um, done that? Have you ever gone? And- I haven't actually gone except when our kids forget something. <laughs> and I imagine that most parents don't because they have to work. They right, have to right, go right. to work they can't during just, the day. Yeah, they don't yeah. have that much time to go in yeah. and out all the time, of yeah. course. But when, when there is trouble class mm-hmm. like that, like you said, parents will go. Parents will go yeah. and watch. Yeah. Or, um, when, when there's one or two parents, it's help, you know helpful for for teachers, mm-hmm. um, for you know for kids to have um, adults there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do in the school. Uh, going back to the building, actually, again, mm-hmm. um, as you go in, there's a library right in front of it. Like mm-hmm. right, this is the library is the first thing you see. Mm-hmm. And it was made that way because it's open to public. Mm, so they want people to be able to come in people, and check out yeah. books, even ordinary citizens. Even even ordinary citizens. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they allow that in my town either. <laughs> I think only students can come check out yeah. books. I don't know how many people do actually do that, but you know. But we you do. have a good library in in Saco City just to begin with. Mm, sort of. Mm, Whereas some, in my town, mm-hmm. that policy would be great because we don't have a good library in my oh, town. Oh, really? No. Oh. We, like the central, uh, the library in the Comincon in mm-hmm. the community center, mm-hmm. it's like a little corner of the community oh. center and it's very small and there's not very many good books. And so mm. we don't have anything like what Saku has in terms of money or resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If 
people could go into the public schools and check mm -hmm. out books, I think they would find that there's better books in the, in, in the schools school. than there are in the town library. Probably. They yeah. I mean, it should, it should be... Um, That's strange that we don't... It should be a suggestion. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I want to just ask you one more question. And yeah, that's um, sure. if you could uh, change one or two things in Japan, mm -hmm. like if you just had like a magic wand and you could just bippity boppity boop mm -hmm. and just change something in Japan that you didn't like, one or two or three things, whatever, what would you change? I would change the the law that just passed which one <laughs> in, in in september um the uh safety peace whatever the law um the war law that people talk about the the law that, that allows our self-defense team to go to, to go abroad war. and fight right. with american troops or whatever right. that mm -hmm. law just passed so that i would change that mm -hmm. that was pretty big in my what about the secrecy thing that secrecy passed last year? Secrecy law is pretty scary too. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a set. Yeah. <laughs> I see it as a set. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, mm. I, I, if I could change that, that mm. would be great. Are you optimistic about the future of Japan or pessimistic? Mm, you know, I would like to be optim optimistic, um, but not sure right now mm. at this point. I feel like Japan's becoming more rightist, more conservative, mm -hmm. more nationalistic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have to wonder if, if maybe that's connected to an economic downturn in most countries. I, I would think so. Yeah. yeah. In most countries, when there's an economic downturn, people tend to get more conservative. Mm -hmm. um, and they like to find an enemy. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. I hope this... Personally, I hope mm -hmm. this doesn't continue the way it's sort of heading. I hope not. But America too, right? There's a lot America to worry too. about yes. in America. <laughs> yes. I mean, we are going, we've been going behind America. Mm -hmm. We were just, we've been just following, following. the path. Yeah. Uh, it used to be 20 years behind, but right now it seems we are catching up pretty mm -hmm. quickly. So mm -hmm. we're only like five years behind them and... So we're just watching. So you're gonna have Donald Trump years. in Japan mm -hmm. five years from now, years the Japanese now. equivalent of Donald Trump. Yeah, exciting. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think we're pretty close to it right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for uh, allowing me to do this interview with you. No problem. I know you're a busy mother, busy politician, but uh, I didn't talk about kids so much. Sorry. Next time. <laughs> Next time. All right. Thank you. Yeah.